About a year ago now, I met a young man in the jail when I was visiting. This young man was probably in his late 20s or early 30s, fairly young guy. And he told me that for 10 years he had been living on the streets, addicted to drugs, getting money from begging wherever he could and sleeping outside at times, sleeping in shelters. And I'll never forget the look on his face as I was talking to him. And he said to me, you know, I was so lost. I didn't know who I was anymore. I felt like I was stumbling around in the dark, trying to find something, but I didn't know what I was looking for. And praise God that young man met Jesus when he got to the jail and began to believe in him. Well, our second reading this morning from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians reminds us that we are children of light in these words. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, for all of you are children of light and children of the day. We are not of night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us stay alert and sober. Well, I don't need to tell you that there is much darkness in the world. We see it all the time. We hear it on the news. We encounter it in our communities. There are so many people who are searching for something, fumbling around in the darkness, not sure what they're looking for. Many of our brothers and sisters do not know the Lord. They've fallen away from the practice of their faith. St. Augustine reminds us that our hearts are restless until they rest in God. Our hearts are restless, Lord, until they rest in you. There is a longing in every human heart for what only God can give. And sadly, many people in our time and day do not really realize this, and so they're searching, they're looking in all the wrong places, trying to find happiness or meaning in their life. Don't you and I owe it to our brothers and sisters to be that light of Christ in the world, to shine a little light in the darkness around us? Well, that light for us as baptized Christians goes on at the time of our baptism. We are given the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We are fully equipped after that sacrament of baptism to go out and do everything that God is going to call us to do in our lives everything we need to do to do his work. Matthew chapter 5 talks about our light as well, and not hiding that light under a bushel basket, but allowing that light to shine in the world. We see the servant in our gospel story today, the two guys who go out and make good with the money, they reinvest the master's money and, and double the investment but we see the man, the servant, who buries that talent in the ground. And he tells his master, Master, I was afraid. I saw the kind of person you are. I saw how you do business, and I was afraid. So I buried that talent in the ground. Fear kept him from moving forward and stepping out in faith and investing that talent that he had received. 
I have an acronym for FEAR that you may have heard me say before. FEAR stands for Faith Extinguished as a Result. Faith Extinguished as a Result. When we operate in fear, we are not operating in God's will. Fear is not of the Lord. And so when we find ourselves really afraid, we need to ask God for the strength to do what it is that he's asking us to do. Well, some of us here this morning might feel like this guy who buried the talent in the ground. We're a little bit afraid to use the gifts that God has given us. And there's some common fears, some common reasons why we might respond this way. And the first one is a fear of failure. Anybody resonate with that? I certainly do. Always afraid that I'm going to fail. Well, guess what? We can look back in history and see that many successful people failed many times, time and time and time again, before they ever succeeded in achieving what they were trying to do. Albert Einstein, Thomas Edison, two examples from history of people who failed many more times before they succeeded. Another common fear is the worry about what other people are going to think of me. If I start spreading this light in the world, what are my family members going to say or my friends? The reality is that most people that we encounter in life are going to welcome the light. If we're shining a little bit of light in the darkness, they're going to welcome that. And there will be the occasional person who is going to rebuff us or push us away, and that's okay. God will take care of us in those situations. A third common reason is we feel like the risk is too great. You know, I don't know about you, but I like to stay in my comfort zone. And sometimes stepping out of our comfort zone is very difficult for us. And so we need to ask God for the, for the grace and the strength to step out of that comfort zone once in a while. Well, as we talk about gifts and talents, it's really important for us to remember where they come from. Every good gift, everything we receive, comes from God. God has gifted us with this light right here in our hearts, and we're called to shine that light of Christ into the darkness of this world. What do you think? Are you ready to shine that light? Are you and I ready to go out and shine that light of Christ? What if we could make the world a little bit brighter, just a little bit brighter, by sharing a little bit of that light with others that we meet? Well, I brought a book with me this morning. Uh, you won't be able to see it from where you're sitting. Uh, it's called The Prayer of Jabez. It's a book written by a gentleman named Bruce Wilkinson. He's a Protestant minister. He wrote this book uh, probably more than 20 years ago now. And somewhere along the way, I picked this up and I read it. And it made a lot of sense to me. And the prayer of Jabez is based on a very small, very short, seemingly inconspicuous, insignificant passage in the book of Chronicles, the first book of Chronicles, chapter 4, verse 10. And in this whole litany of all these people who were born at this time, giving us kind of the genealogy, comes Jabez. And we don't get a lot of detail about his life. We know that his name signifies the fact that his mother bore him in great pain. And so Jabez 
prayed this prayer, which I will share with you now. And it says, And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, and this is the prayer, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. And then it says, So God granted him what he requested. Let me say the prayer one more time for you to hear it. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. I started praying this prayer every morning before I get out of bed. It's the first prayer I pray at the beginning of the day. And what's happened in my life is this enlarging the territory part of the prayer. And that's really what we want to focus on. If we are willing to step out in faith, this is a prayer that we can pray to ask God to place those people and situations in our lives that will allow us to shine this light of Christ as we're talking about this morning. And this is a prayer that God always answers. So if you're bold enough to make this prayer, you should expect that your life is going to begin changing in ways that you never imagined. The author of this book refers to what he calls divine appointments. I love that term, divine appointments. And those are situations where God places people and events in our lives in special ways so that we're able to share a little bit of that light with them. It's about enlarging our territory again. Well, I had a divine appointment yesterday morning. Uh, routine day, my wife had some things to do. She asked me if I could take her mother to her chiropractor appointment. So I picked my mother-in-law up at the nursing home and got her to the chiropractor. And we were sitting in the waiting room there and there were quite a few people there. So it was kind of a long wait. And because my mother-in-law has some uh, some physical limitations. The chiropractor often will kind of wait till the office quiets down and then he'll bring her in so he can spend a little time with her. And as the office started to empty out a little bit, there was a young man who came in and uh, we greeted each other, just said hi. My mother-in-law had gone in by now for her treatment. And we were, um, we started talking and he, he just kind of routine chit-chat, and he mentioned that he was the father of four boys and that his parents had taken the boys for their swimming lessons, so that enabled him to come and, and uh, have this appointment with the chiropractor. And we started talking, and we continued talking, and I was able to share a little bit about my life with him, that I'm the father of seven children and grandfather of six, and so he was asking me for advice, and it, it was a beautiful conversation. It was a beautiful conversation. And I felt very quickly the presence of the Holy Spirit in that conversation. Nothing special, nothing particularly unique, but it was a divine appointment. And I know that that young man was touched by our conversation as much as I was. Where do we get the grace to do this? If we're feeling a little bit afraid or a little bit unsure, where do we get the grace? Well, I think you can guess. We get it right here at Mass. At every Eucharist, we receive from two tables the body of the Word, the table of the Word, and the table of the Eucharist. 
And we receive the grace that we need to go out and do what Jesus is asking us to do. We come to the Mass empty, and Jesus fills us. We're strengthened to go back out in the world and be his light, his hands, and his feet. My brothers and sisters, the truth is you and I are gifted beyond our wildest imaginings. God had placed so much goodness in us, and he wants to show us how to shine that light. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are hardwired into us at our baptism, and they get tuned up in the sacrament of confirmation, so we are really ready to go out and do what we need to do. We're fully equipped. There are so many people in this day who are fumbling around in the darkness, searching for something, not sure what they're looking for, not sure where to find it. Let's consider making this bold prayer and asking God to help us to enlarge our territory and to be light in this world. Amen.